ladies and gentlemen, welcome Aaron Nagler. Packers Nation, give it up for Tom Grossi. We are here at 1265 Lombardi. Big B, nice to meet you, Big B. The thoughts from the Chicago Bears. They suck. Nobody pass protects like the GOAT, Jamal Williams. The GOAT! <laughs> we might be too young to have a spotted cow, but we are both diehard Packers fans. Grab a Dr. Pepper and join us every week to talk all the latest surrounding 1265 Lombardi. What is going on, everybody? This is Joey of Underage Packers welcoming you to episode 32. Today, me and Big B are going to be recalling, recapping that great game, that great victory over the Houston Texans. It's Victory Monday again, Big B. Feels great. We haven't had a Victory Monday since week three. Had a Monday night game in Atlanta, a loss in Tampa Bay, a bye week in between there, but it's finally Victory Monday again. How does it feel to be back? Feels great to be back. Um, feel like Thanks. I'm going to Disney World. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, even you know, even a, especially after anything after anything that can follow that 38 to 10 loss against Tampa Bay feels amazing. Um, this one was pretty good. A 35 to 20 win over the Houston Texans. They are now one and six. The Packers are now five and one. Feeling phenomenal. And that's that's just a great lesson to you folks at home. Take. Don't take the Packers for granted. There's a lot of terrible teams out there, and the Packers have only been a terrible team, not in me, mine and Big B's lifetime. Even with Brett Hundley when they went, what, 7-9, and nine, they were not a terrible team. So don't take the Packers for granted, uh, just how much talent they have, their, the Packer culture, and all of that great stuff. But let's recap this game right here. The Packers. First quarter, they get off to a strong start on both the offensive and defensive side. Touchdown drive on the offense and a three and out on the defense. So it's looking good to start it off. Then to die off the first quarter, uh, everybody kind of slowed down. But Jamal, let's we got to talk about Jamal's amazing play. He had many amazing plays today, but uh, that one in the first quarter was phenomenal. I mean, that was the best play of the year. All right, best catch oh. of the year. We're already best. making that de- declaration. Yep, that is it. That is wow, nothing can amazing. nothing can compare to it. Nope. Even you know if we get another hail mary to win the NFC Championship game, that Jamal run is still going to be better. Well, if Jamal's on the other end of the hail mary, then oh, okay, then, okay, and he makes a few it. blocks along the way, even though that's illegal. But Jamal can do it. He's just that good. He can find a way without getting called. And then, I, you know, I do want to talk about that safety's uh, ridiculous hit. I mean, after, you know, this is like the epitome. that If someone asks you what type of runner Jamal is, literally just show him the last five seconds of that clip where he hits this really hard hit and he gets up. He might have been concussed at that point, but he was he was going wild. It was great stuff from Jamal. But yeah. Was that how, how would you rank that? You put out your video on our YouTube channel this past week. Your three favorite Jamal dances slash celebrations. How would you rank that? Uh, hair flip. Number one. Number one already. You were. I think you have quite a bit of recency bias in your mind sometimes, but I certainly do. But too bad. <laughs> Moving on to the second quarter, the Packers go up twenty-one to nothing. It is the Devonte Adams show. Like he said in his press conference, we're just kind of waiting, like. Uh, anybody want to double cover this guy? And I think the one play that made me like feel 
really confident in this team is when Aaron Rodgers just threw it up to Devontae Adams on a third down, and I knew he was going to catch it. I think that just says a lot of how well Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are playing this year, mostly Devontae Adams. But, you know, like, I was just like, all right, you know, it, they just do that, you know. Devontae Adams with the great catch right there uh, had some great touchdown, a great touchdown in that quarter. Then you really the offense screens, screens, screens all the way to the third quarter, uh, mostly with Devontae Adams, but also the receiving threat of Jamal Williams. Speaking of the third quarter, uh, the defense starts to let up, which is exactly why a lot of people have trust issues in this Green Bay Packers and Mike Pettin defense. It's because they've done this so many times. They they did it in Minnesota. They kind of did it when we were playing Detroit. They kind of did it in New Orleans, Atlanta. There is a lot of times where they let up, and you know it hasn't come back to hurt us yet. But in those games, the offense has also done a really good job keeping us in it. So what happens when the offense gives up those one or two turnovers? That's what's a little bit concerning about the defense at this point. Uh, the offense kind of has a really bad game plan coming out of half. Um, you know, they're doing those screens. They're passing a lot instead of just getting long, contained run drives that end up in touchdowns. Uh, moving on to the final quarter, defense slotting up again. And then Big B has been waiting for this forever. All right, really just since the season start. Jamal Williams gets his first touchdown on the season. The GOAT! Woo! What a passionate scream. I mean, man! I apologize to our headphone listeners. Ah, screw them. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a great touch. I, that run before it was even better. And this is what I, a point I want to get to later, but let's just bring it up now. Jamal proved what type of runner is he is. And uh, like I mentioned earlier, he's just going to go out there. He's not afraid of getting hit. He's not afraid of Jared Allen. He's not afraid of Ray Lewis. He's not afraid of Derrick Brooks. He's not afraid of anybody of getting hurt. So, you know, he's just a down and forth runner, and that's what got him the 20-yard run. That's what got him the touchdown. That's what got him the 25-yard run in Tampa Bay last week. Jamal Williams. Applause to you. I don't. I don't know if we've seen your. I don't know if we've shown enough respect to Jamal Williams on the show. I think we just need to cheer for him maybe a little bit more sometimes. Yep. Uh, fourth quarter, the kind of two minutes were pretty exciting, uh, pretty fun, just because it, you know we're you know we're gonna win and just some wild stuff is happening. The Texans recovering an onside kicks, getting Vietnam flashbacks to 2014, and uh, this was. Greatest play of all time. Henry Black, who was just Henry signed. Black, let's go. Promoted Best. from the practice squad yesterday. Best undrafted free agent of all time. Oh, okay, there you are again <laughs> with your recency bias. Exactly. I uh, guess I guess uh, if he, he's had, he hasn't had a single bad play. So there you go. There you go, Henry Black. But yeah, he the little time we saw him, I thought he played really good. Um, Darnell Savage is out, so there was a, a lot of different safety combinations today. Um, but, yeah, Henry Black, great play there. I've never seen a ball traveled that high. Um, <laughs> that was exciting. I wish some defense player like Zadarius Smith would have picked that up and returned it, but, you know, now we would not be too happy with that. So let's get to some thoughts here. Um, give us some 
gut thoughts. And then Big B has prepared uh, something excellent so far for us. So if you if you are just as contained and entertained, interested in the Packers blogosphere as me and Big B are, you are going to want to stick around for that. But let's talk about gut thoughts. Jamal Williams proved who he is. And I know you, you know that he is the GOAT, but to me... The GOAT! Thank you. Uh, To us outsiders, to us other fans, he really proved what he is. And not only to us fans, but to GMs around the league. GMs that are looking to sign him, GMs that are looking to extend him. Um, There, yeah. And, like... Saved yourself. There, He is a completely different runner than Aaron Jones. And, like, he's going to have to keep up that mentality. I'm going to run through a mother effer face, you know. Um, and, and, you know, maybe that comes into problems with him down the line. Or maybe goats are just that immortal. But he proved to you he is. Um, I think he can definitely be a starter. I think you struggled. Okay, I I think you struggled to keep him on the bench for too long, but he can be a starter. He can be a starter. Uh, where no no, no shit, really? Well, okay, he's getting. Okay, you're 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 literally Big B, so I'm gonna need you to understand what I'm saying. So okay, so he can be a starter, and he is a starter. What he are you talking getting, about? He's getting. He can get you three or four yards a carry. He can run through a mother effer face for three or four yards. He can break, and then when he breaks those off, it's even better. But the one thing Jamal has to stop doing, I, I mean, he's a lot. He has a lot of aspects to him: pass blocking, pass catching. Um, there's a lot of different ways he can use Jamal, but. He is not Aaron Jones. Everything that Aaron Jones is good at, he doesn't have. And I'm not saying every good running back is Aaron Jones, but I'm saying he's got to, if he can be a little bit more shifty, so that when he doesn't have a good offense line, I'm not, you know, that obviously doesn't help him. Saquon Barkley is one of the best running backs in the league and has a bad offense line. But if he if he doesn't have an offense line like the Packers have, then he might. You can't have. He struggled. We all we saw it. Fourth and one. We saw it at the goal line. He can struggle when he can't get those initial that initial space. Everybody struggles when you don't block somebody and you're going head first against four different defensive yeah, players. Yes, yes but I'm oh. not no, 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 no. But I'm not. He doesn't have that initial quickness. That's all I'm saying. Well, it's kind of hard when there's four defenders in your face. Okay, well, disregard that. He doesn't have that initial quickness. He's slower than Aaron Jones. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) All right. right. Jamal proved what type of running he is. He can be a starter on some teams. And I think he'll definitely, after today, he'll get more of a workload. All right, let's talk about the other running back who did not have too strong of a showing, A.J. Dillon. And I know the thing that made me most mad about this is just the fact that, you know, it fires the fuel, adds uh, whatever it is to the fuel, adds fuel to the fire for the 2020 draft haters. Uh, A.J. Dillon is a really interesting pick. He's, he wasn't really brought in here to go and rush for 100 yards in his seventh game of the year. Um, he's brought in here to bring in leverage, bring in um, ability for the Packers to say no to Aaron Jones and or Jamal Williams. Um, 
look, we got to be a little bit realist here. <laughs> I know okay. your idea of realistic is a five-year extension for Jamal Williams, but AJ, 10, AJ Dillon is brought into, you know, hopefully down the line, especially in those cold weather games to be a Jamal Williams type of runner. And even more of that, where he's even more difficult to tackle. But, and yeah, he didn't have a good showing. I think, and that's exactly why he's not the starting running back right now, especially because he doesn't have that initial quickness. Like I was saying, I don't know if he he showed any quickness to us yesterday. Um, He's got to be better. Like, learn the system, and I know it's like – run through but it's also like we saw Devonte adams uh, on that sweep where he didn't cut inside and i think that's more of what it means to rest a running back for now uh another player who did not have too good of a showing marquez valdez scantling this is the yikes right here the packers and you know we were just talking about this the, the draft and develop so far uh, but you can't have a draft and develop mindset when they don't develop um, that that draft now, that wide receiver draft class, was to replace Jordy Nelson. I uh, know you were never going to replace Jordy Nelson with a fourth, fifth, and a sixth rounder, but having Jamal Moore not even making two seasons, having EQ being very injury-prone, struggling to see the field, having MVS having plenty of opportunities, especially with Alan Lazard's injury, not being able to produce, it's very concerning. Um, what do you think is the, what do you think we can do with MVS at this point? Trade him. <laughs> Just trade him at the deadline. Like I don't even care anymore. Who, who's going to take MVS? I don't care. It's just frustrating watching him consistently drop a ball that I can catch like one ninety nine out of a hundred times. Yeah. Well. I mean, the drops, yeah, those are definitely concerning. But I, I think it more has to do what he can't do what the Packers drafted him to do three years ago. He can't be that tall and faster weapon for Aaron Rodgers. So what's the point of having you around if you're just going to be a, a you know, a guy that can – a normal wide receiver, a typical basic wide receiver when we drafted you to be a specialty? Um, a Packers roster showed off their depth – Incredibly today, um, with a lot of injuries, David Bakhtiari, uh, Darnell Savage, the one and only Aaron Jones, um, Tua, Tua, do we have any other starters on the uh, Kevin Keene? Um, they showed their depth. Henry Black coming in there, like we just mentioned, he was pretty much in for most of the fourth quarter. Kamal Martin, after Chris Barnes going hurt, getting hurt, steps in there, pretty seamless transition. Uh, great game as well for Rick Wagner and Billy Turner holding up J.J. Watt, who had a fin- phenomenal press conference after today's game. He said, you know, they asked him, I mean, this is a stupid question. I know you're writing your story on how the Texans came to a great defeat against the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. But, I mean, why are you going to ask J.J. Watt how he thinks Aaron Rodgers did? And he says, uh, what, what was J.J.'s answer? He said, didn't watch the press conference. Oh, I, okay. Well, JJ said he did very good, and he said the reporter asked, "So, what did he do that made him very good?" He passed the ball, and the receivers caught it. That's a stupid ass question. Yeah. Come. Oh, and I don't blame JJ. I mean, he's coming off a bad loss. <laughs> I don't know what you're supposed to say to that. 
I know. It's that's oh, man. and people I mean, it, and people yell at the Packers beat writers for asking stupid ass questions. Well, I got the Texans beat writers saying, What makes Aaron Rodgers so good? And why yeah. was he good today? Well, like, the better answer would have been uh Rodgers. he played like Aaron Rodgers. Next question, please. Yeah, come on, man. Um Hey JJ. We we don't have to make a trade. You can just like refuse to play for the Texans and say I'm a Packer now. Like we don't even have to make it official. Like why don't you just come over? You can still yeah. wear your Texans jersey. Just play for our team. You know. Yeah. Or not. Um. So, Big B, do you have any other thoughts on this Packers game? Um. Thought the defense played really well today. That was. I was Until really the third quarter. What? Until the third quarter. Well, yeah. I mean, they even the third quarter, it, they weren't really that bad. I mean, they were fourth. Like, okay, that one drive they had uh, near the end of the second quarter, uh, way too much stuff allowed over the middle. Um, luckily, I believe that was when they missed the field goal right before half. Um, yeah. But yeah, they but, were allowing too much stuff up the middle in the second and third quarter. Randall Cobb mean, is the perfect wide receiver to attack that, and they just so happened to have Randall Cobb. Yep, and. They've been giving up stuff all, up the middle all year long. I mean, yeah, really. uh, they did a pretty good job stopping David Johnson. And a- another interesting thing, Josh Jackson, once again, his physicality either really hurts him or really helps him. He didn't see nearly as much snaps today. So we saw a lot of his physicality coming in to benefit him. So definitely uh, another good showing for Josh Jackson. I'm trying to think of anything else. Aaron Rodgers playing pretty good. The first quarter he started to um he, he was making a few inaccurate ones. And I think that goes back to um missing the fundamentals, uh trying to do too flashy of stuff. Yeah, yeah Aaron Rodgers pretty good game for him. Uh next week we got the Minnesota Vikings. Hopefully Aaron Jones is back for that week. Not that I'm saying we oh. we'd be <laughs> no. No, Jamal, Jamal Williams. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, if if we're really being honest here, if we want Jamal to sign an extension with the Packers, really it would be better for him to not, like, you know, not play in any games for the rest of the teams to see and just have him do phenomenal in practice. But that's that's the other game we want to use to go and go in the game. Uh, David Bakhtiari might rest again next week, just especially because the Vikings pass rush back. Vikings defense has been pretty stagnant. They just traded away uh, Yannick Tukwake. Daniel Hunter is still hurt. Did I say his name wrong? What is it then? <laughs> I've been saying this for three years, okay? What is Yannick, whatever his last name is? Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> You're so bad at names. All right, you're not Yannick Nguake. If you're not going to correct me, I'm going to keep on going on my right. I'm not because I want you to embarrass yourself. My right pronunciation. Everybody. Uh, yeah, so the Vikings fast rush hasn't been the best so we, uh, this far. We'll see if David Bakhtiari gets to start next week. So, now that we got that game recapped, um, Big B has prepared the pack, the team of Packers beat writers. What if? What if? What if? These beat writers of the Packers formed a football team together. What positions would they play? Who would be head coach? Big B has spent many hours, many blood, sweat, and tears to craft the perfect football team of Packers writers. Let's hear it, Big B. 
All right, before I start, this, I, I pretty much did it like, um, what is that called? The yard, like them positions, you know? Yeah, the, yep, the yard on Madden. Yep. All right, so we have two teams. Team one, quarterback and middle linebacker, we have Mr. Andy Herman. Okay, wow. Right. That's quite the slim middle linebacker there, but okay. I mean, he's a good – he knows his stuff, all right? That's pretty much why. I get – I mean, smarter all than right. ever. All right. Okay. Running back and safety, we have Lily Zhao. I think that's – All right. I, all right. Might be a good safety, I feel. What? Might be a good safety. Yep. Wide receiver one and cornerback one, we have Jason Wildy. Oh, that's quite the big corner there. I mean – he might – who knows? Maybe he's got some good hands. No, you, you never know. <laughs> Wide receiver two and cornerback two, we have Rob Domowski. Domowski, baby. I, feel, I haven't seen Rob. I feel like he's really short. But, you know, he's got that beautiful bald head. Um, well, we, it would be interesting to see how he does at wide receiver. Yep. And in the slot, we have Mr. Weston Hot oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, you know, West can go out there and catch some dimes in the slot. From oh, yeah. who, who's your quarterback, Andy Herman? Oh yeah, Andy, Andy would be dotting up West all day. Oh yes. All right. So that, what's what's the team name for them? I don't have a team name, but we have more players. All right. Oh Here. boy, there is more to come. You got offensive linemen too? No. no. Oh okay. I was about to say that might be a little too painful. That might be a little too critical. That, yeah. there's some there's some big people on the Packers beat <laughs> at center and outside linebacker we have Marcus Eversall okay and team one's coach is Tom Silverstein oh yeah I feel like Tom it would be a really good motivator you know yeah. uh, the spoon he'd be a great be a yep. great coach in the locker room Got that veteran leadership as well. So. Yep, yep. He's been around there forever. Yep. All right, what does team number two look like? We got the bench, remember? We have, <laughs> we have a bench, all right? We have, this we have a bench. This is way too detailed. They, they'll just pop in wherever they want, all right? Somebody gets injured, all right? Like all right. Andy Herman pulls a hamstring or something. Yep, yep, yep. We have Jim Orzowski. Okay. Probably, but you don't put Jim on the bench. He's probably like one of the most fit guys on the beat. That is true. That is true. We have Steve McGargy. Okay. Your boy. All right. Yeah. MK Burgess. And we have Jason Wallers. Wallers. I feel that's Wallers making a cameo. Wow. Oh, yes. So, wait, he's on the bench. I feel like he should be a, a, a coach, maybe a, a GM. Just because, you know, he's got to tell everybody, hey, don't report on Tyler Irvin taking snaps at wide receiver, you know? Yeah, that is true. I guess we could pop him in at GM, I guess, mm -hmm. after his days of playing football. Yeah, right. yeah. All right, now we're going to team number two. All right. Okay. Quarterback one and middle linebacker. We have Peter Bukowski. Peter, all right. Taking – hopefully Corey Banky is not lined up at safety. <laughs> Running back and safety, we have Olivia Reiner. Okay. Wide receiver one and cornerback one. We have the man, the myth, the legend, 
Corey Banky. Corey. Oh, yeah. He's got the wide receiver gloves. He's got it all. Oh, yeah. He lays hard out of the line. Yeah. Yep. And wide receiver two and cornerback two. We got his partner in crime. <laughs> Nagler. Nagler would be a much better tight end. <laughs> That's no – I mean, you know, I just feel – pick up those blocking concepts. But, yeah, I, I don't know if wide receiver is the most fit for him, but go on. All right. We have, and, and in the slot, we have Matt Schneidman. Schneidman, all right. Center and outside linebacker. We have Ryan Wood. Oh, okay, yeah. Ryan would be a thumper at linebacker, and that that's a good pick right there. Yep. All right. And so, I, oh, you got more? Oh, you, yeah. We got the coach in the bench. That's right. Yep. Pete Doherty is the coach. All right. Another experienced vet in there. All right, I like it. All right. For the bench, we have Mike Spofford. Spoff. Ah, you put in Spofford on the bench. How could you? No, it, it was painful to do it. I'm sorry, Mike. All right. I feel like he's a good size for a quarterback. I feel like he and he's got that knowledge. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I don't. I don't know if I agree with your police work there, but continue. All right. We have Bailey Burmaster. Probably butchering that name. Uh huh. Sorry about that. Um, Bill Huber, and finally Burke Griffin. All right. I have no idea who Burke is. Uh. Okay, so we got to know who in this team who would you think win a match between these two teams? Win a match between facing each other? Yes. Well, obviously. Okay, I thought you meant like NFL team. I was like, well, pretty much everybody. Um, <laughs> uh, I want to say team two because you got Aaron Nagler and Corey Banky, but I feel like team one will pull it out at the end. Mm. I think I got to go with team two just because they got Banky in his wide receiver gloves. That is true. Yeah. Well, I, everybody, I think that's where we're going to end off. Bigby, thanks for your magnificent uh, presentation and proposal. We'll definitely have to ask those beat riders to live it up at Titletown next year, our training camp. Um, take a bow for everybody. Thanks, everybody, for watching and listening to episode 32 of the Underage Packers podcast. Make sure you subscribe to your YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Instagram because these next two weeks we got an insane amount of episodes coming up, especially with that Thursday night game coming up. Uh, a lot of exciting guests planned. Uh, a lot of great stuff coming to Underage Packers. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Go Pack Go!